0: Welcome to the Mother Forking Podcast, podcast. where we feed you some real shit on
1: parenting. Welcome to the Mother Forking Podcast. Hi, Celeste. Hey, Megan. Hello.
2: How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Um, I had a kind of crazy morning. I've been waking up at 4.30, so my mornings are a little bit Harder. I'm tired, but uh, we're working through it. <laughs>
1: Wait, why are you waking up at 4:30? Like uh,
2: I train. I'm training okay. uh, my clients, so okay, we're doing well- a little bit of an earlier session, which is fine. It's just a bit of an adjustment for me. It's been a while since I've been up at that time. But
1: uh, running a little bit late, but I'm here. I'm You're here. That's okay. Episode. How are you? Yes, doing well. Um, There are some days that I wake up at five. Today I woke up at eight because um, I said, "Nope, I'm not." <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to wake mornings, up that early. Right? What you're training in the mornings now. I am Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And then, um, the other days I'm supposed to be doing my own thing, but, uh, I'm not there yet. We'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. So yeah, baby steps. Right. Um, but really excited, uh, sort of in the same vein of working out and training. We've got a mom of five kids. Her name is Debbie Lefkowitz. She's the quintessential mompreneur. Uh, she's the president and CEO of Hawk Socks Incorporated, and she created the best-selling collection of performance and compression liner socks, which I think would be really cool for you and your running because you yeah, do marathons. I was thinking about that. Uh, yeah. I, yeah.
2: I started running more now. I've um, done one competition, my half marathon, and I'm planning to do a few more small ones. But uh, compression socks and sleeves have always been my thing while I run. So I'm, I'm well, excited to get into this.
1: We've got, I mean, here's your lady. Her company designs, manufactures, and distributes these liner socks for all sorts of sports, including field hockey, soccer, ice hockey, any sport where players can benefit from uh, protection against blisters
0: oh, and yeah. rash
1: caused by shin guards and protective padding, which that's right. I was going to say, I don't know if, if this covers men, but I know it does because as we're going to talk later, um, we'll get into the, I think it's men's ice hockey. Um, but anyway, my husband plays soccer, so this might be good for him and his guards. So anyway, Debbie, yeah. welcome to the mother forking podcast. Debbie. Hey, thank you for having me on today. All right. And we want to get to know about you, your business, how you became an entrepreneur, uh, what challenges you've faced along the way, because I'm sure you have, and uh, how you've gained success too. Yeah, with the pandemic. So the yeah. first question that we've got to kick us off, uh, several of our listeners, I'm assuming you you assume this, uh, <clears throat> are mompreneurs like yourself. So if people are like, what is a mompreneur? I've said a couple times already, mothers who own and operate their own businesses, um, or there are even mothers out there who want to break into ar- entrepreneurship. So we'd love for you to share more with our Audience, about your company, Hawk Socks, and where you got the idea to create it.
0: Absolutely. Um, Hawk Socks started off kind of as a solution to a problem, which most new products do. And as um, a mom and I had a daughter who played field hockey, I needed to find a solution to the itchy, scratchy, disgusting smelling um (laughs) rashes that these girls get um they wear these kind of big fiber they're they're not fiberglass but they're like a molded plastic they almost look like fiberglass um shin guards against their skin and they sweat and that's a beautiful environment for yeast and bacteria Mm -hmm. to grow and every day they put those uh Right back on their legs. And I was a practicing pharmacist for 25 years. And when my daughter started, I was still practicing pharmacy. And a lot of the other moms were noticing that their daughters were also starting to get these issues. And really as a pharmacist they were trying to ask me you know what ointment should I use what you know what therapy because some of them had seen doctors and spent hundreds of dollars on these rashes because they really just as soon as they clear up they come right back because you're reinfecting all the time and um instantly I recognized this as a dermatitis and um when my daughter couldn't stand the feeling of her shin guard against her leg, I had her already starting to wear like a nylon sock. And um, when I heard more and more people talking about it, I was like, yeah, barrier is the answer. And it was kind of my aha moment. And uh, I said, you know what? I'm gonna figure out a way to make these um, and we'll make them fun. Cause girls, you know, I started off you know, thinking about girls but girls like fun and you know, just like we like, fun underclothes like you know Victoria's Secrets made millions on that I wanted to make fun under socks that even though you can't see them they were just kind of fun to have so that's how kind of how it evolved it started off as a little bit of a hobby for my daughter and her friends in my living room and uh here we are today
2: that really is amazing is entrepreneurship something that you've always wanted to achieve
0: kind of happened by accident but Honestly, I've worked for myself pretty much my whole life um, or family business. So I grew up in a family um, in the Washington, D.C. area who owned a dry cleaning store. So as a kid, I worked for my dad and then I went to pharmacy school and and my husband and I worked for his dad because he had a pharmacy and it evolved into our place. And then I retired from pharmacy sort of to go into nutrition and I was working as a nutrition therapist. Basically, people would come to me that had disease states, diabetes, blah blah blah, come to me. And so I had that side business going on in the pharmacy. And then as Hock Sox grew, I kind of had to give up all of that because I didn't I no longer had time for that. So um, I've always liked to work for myself because being the mom of five, you need to be able to be flexible. And especially when you have kids that are in sports, you're constantly running to different games, practices, et cetera. So I worked around their schedule.
1: Wow. That's, that's awesome. How long has Hawk Sox been a company?
0: Hawk Sox will be nine years old in August.
1: And how old were your kids when you started it?
0: Um, my kids at that point ranged from 21 down to 11.
1: Oh, my goodness. Wow. So you
2: still have some pretty young kids at home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What were some of the
2: challenges I was going to say, like, because, I mean, it sounds like at one point you were doing all three things. Um, I was. And it was a little bit,
0: it was great. Well, you know, it takes a village. (laughs) I had great help, but um, it was crazy. It was crazy. I honestly have to tell you that a lot of it is a blur. Um, because I probably wasn't getting too much sleep at that time. Um, I still don't get a whole lot of sleep, but I'm sure it was less then. Um, But um, I was also younger, so I could handle it. um, I don't know, you know, you get a sense of um, energy when you're doing, working for yourself, and you're doing something that matters. Um, I knew this was going to solve a problem. I knew it was going to be great for all these young athletes. Um, and it was just pretty exciting to kind of come up with an idea and just follow it through. Um, but juggling the kids, um, like I said, it takes it takes a village. I had a couple kids that could drive already, so they helped me with the younger ones. Um, we just sort of made it through and they were All so very supportive of this, which was a big help too.
1: Yeah. And, and it does when it is something that you're very passionate about that you love so much. And I mean, it's almost like, I guess, having a business is almost like having another child. And then if you're putting your all into it, you like raising a child, you just do it. (laughs) You you make it happen. You do whatever it takes. Get the energy you need. Yeah, that's exactly.
0: Awesome. I, I have often referred to Hawk socks as my baby, you know, yeah, it, is, it, I mean, and it really does take the same type of care, but you just do it. It's, you know, it's, yeah. you get the energy from somewhere. It's pretty amazing.
2: That's awesome. So where are you so- guys, um, I was gonna say, where are you guys yeah. running out of right now? Like, where are you?
0: We are located in northeastern Pennsylvania, um, right outside the Pocono Mountains, or nice. um, if you're familiar with Scranton, most people know Scranton from the office, yeah. um, but uh, northeast corner of Pennsylvania um, is where we are. And um, you're, no longer,
2: that... you're no longer in your living room.
0: <laughs> no, I am no longer in my <laughs> living room. We have a nice, I'm, I'm actually in my little office space right at this moment but it's actually inside um a warehouse a small ware, a very small warehouse but um because socks don't take up that much room (laughs) but um um, yeah we have really grown we've uh, went from my living room to a small space which was kind of a size of a closet and then now we've you know switched over maybe one two fourth this is our fourth um space so far so and we're starting to bust out at the seams but uh we're good we're good
1: and so you mentioned before that your family works with you is this still the case now and if so (laughs) what are some tips of working with family members because along the way you sometimes hear you know horror stories
0: yeah 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 you definitely hear the horror stories luckily um i've been very fortunate um my daughter that I um, created Hawk Socks for, um, she, she's my older of my two daughters and they're my last two kids. Um, she is working with me full time now. She takes care of all my social media and she does marketing and sales. Um, she works remotely because I'm here in Pennsylvania. She lives in Montana. Um, and um, But she's very involved with Hawk Socks. Um, I'm hoping that sometime in her life should be happy to take over, um, and let me retire. I'll say that <laughs> you, are you, quietly, because do I don't that, think. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> but um, I don't see that happening for a long time. But yes, she does. She helps me out full time. I also have two other moms that work with me that are not related. But um, you know, when you're working with your kids. Um, you just kind of have to remind them that this is not mom and daughter time. You know, you sw- have to flip that switch and say, you know, we just have to work on a on a business level. Um, we have to be honest with each other, like we would with any other business relationship. And it can't be um, you can't bring the home stuff into it because mm-hmm. that's where problems start. You know, you bring in the outside family stuff, and um, it's not good. My dad, like I said, I grew up in a family business, used to say you leave the problems at the door. When you walk into work, you're going to leave the home problems at the door, and as soon as we walk out, we can start talking about that again, but never at work was I even allowed to discuss anything that was going on at home, so I, ha- I had a good teacher, and um, And, you know, I guess I'm pretty easy to get along with. (laughs) I really am. That makes it good. I'm pretty laid back. So I can let a lot of things just kind of roll off my shoulders.
2: Yeah. Very cool that you grew up in in that kind of like setting of your dad owning a business. And now you can teach that to your daughters. Mm -hmm. Um, We did want to ask a question like with last year, it's crazy, you know, impact on the business, the pandemic, How has that affected you guys? Well,
0: um, yeah, we've all been challenged, right? We've all been challenged this past year, um, emotionally, physically, financially, um, with the closing of schools and the closing of sports and, um, you know, social distancing. Um, It really kind of shut us down. Although we never really stopped working, um, we took the time. Um, my daughter and I actually really took the time at during the pandemic, especially the first you know four or five months, where I had to lay people the you know the other two moms off um, just to survive until we got our PPP. Um, my daughter and I worked on things like. Um, marketing plans and um just trying to come up with new ideas trying to figure out what we're going to do next when we could when we did come out of the pandemic and honestly if it weren't, weren't for the government programs that came out the sba loans the ppp grants um i'm not sure if we would still be here today mm-hmm. um just you know just operating expenses would have probably um taken taken us down, um, but toward the end of the year, when some of the sports did open up, we were able to bounce back um, and everybody came back to work. Actually, they came back around July and um, we we're able to kind of pick up and pull ourselves up a little bit. And um, we've all been working really hard since last July to kind of bring this company back. Um, we're seeing We're kind of back where we were in 2019 at the same time, which is positive as things start to open up and um, more sports are being played and people are seeing in the future that more sports will be played. So there's a lot more wholesale stuff going on as well. So it's been rough. It's been a challenge, but um, I seem to... um, a fire burning under me when there's a challenge so we were going to beat that challenge and we're still working on it so um but it was rough <laughs> well
2: Megan and I we talk about it like almost in every episode we're huge believers in taking care of your mental health and you know because that rules off on our children so what were some of the things maybe you have done differently or picked up while you were dealing with you know the pandemic life and your business and your children?
0: Yeah, you know what, <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, as I brought my kids back home. So my older kids were are range between 25 and 30 now, and my youngest is 19. And the four that are between 25 and 30 live away from home. But uh, I brought two of them back that weren't um, frontline workers. Um they came with their significant others and um I then had a house full of kids once again. Um I had five kids, two of them not being my biological kids, but they're my kids, as, kids. anyway. And we just um we made sure we had dinner together every night. It was just kind of um a bonding thing that we probably would have never had in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um had we not had a pandemic, but um, and because the other the two boys were home with their girlfriends, ev- my other kids that weren't home kept coming home. So that was our little our little group and we stayed very true to our group um, and our I guess our pod right, so to speak. Yeah. And we kind of supported each other. Um, it was really interesting because um, uh, having adult children now, um how you know we're kind of there to support each other emotionally as well. Now it doesn't all come from mom. It mm-hmm. it it's a two-way street now, which is that's gotta
1: be very it's interesting. a pretty cool
0: place to be. Yeah, it's and, a cool and place in the to moment,
1: be in the moment too. You you were like okay, I need people around, I need family, I need love. Oh, yeah. And in the moment, maybe things got a little like okay, all these people in one house, like whew, this is a lot, but then hindsight, there's a silver lining in all of this. It was a really crappy thing. It we're still in it, but we've learned how to adapt and change. And clearly you have too. Uh, so it's nice to just reflect and be like, man, like what you just said, that bonding experience would have never happened. So I think, I mean, as much as it sucked (laughs) to go through that, I think it ends up being a beautiful thing in the Mm -hmm. end. So that's cool that you got to do that.
0: It, It was great. It it was great. You know, at the same time, you kind of wish it never happened. But it it was amazing (laughs) that it did. Um, And it brought my one son, you know, back on the East Coast. He was living in Oregon. And when this all hit, he and his girlfriend were working for a company that refused to be compliant to the CDC um, (laughs) regulations. And he's, he's an asthmatic. And he's like, I can't work here. And he was really stressed out. And really nervous about getting sick and you know in the beginning none of us knew anything Mm -hmm. and so I arranged for him to rent an rv and ship his car home and he and his girlfriend drove cross country in the rvs and so that they didn't have to stay in any hotels didn't have to have any kind of social interaction and their cat and their dog and them (laughs) it was but you know what you do what you have to do and um that's right it was awesome. Nice. I mean, like I said, hindsight's 2020. 20, it really was an awesome thing. And it was, mm-hmm. it was nice to not, not be alone and, yeah. you know, or without the kids. That's yeah. awesome. So, I love it. Yep.
1: So your Hawk Sox brand is the official supplier to the USA women's national field hockey team and yes. the USA men's national
0: team. Yep. Is yep. this hockey? It's all field hockey, actually. Field hockey. There, oh, okay. There's um, there is a men's national field hockey team. I did not <laughs> Who know <knew>? that. Cool. <laughs> okay. Um, just in Europe, you know. field hockey is just as popular for men and boys as it is for girls. Cool. Here in the U.S., I don't know why it became a girls' sport. Yeah. It's a great game. I mean, it's fun. It's exhilarating. It has a lot of the same um, rules as ice hockey, mm-hmm. um, some same, some different, but um, it's uh, it's a fun game for anyone. And they're really trying to build the male portion of field hockey here in this country. And I think it's gonna take a while, but um, they're really pushing it. But there's been a men's national team for quite a while. It used to be made up of mostly uh, European people, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, getting more and more um, boys and and men um, involved in field hockey. So um, I am, yes, I am the official supplier. Um, USA field hockey um, approached me at one of their tournaments. Um, That's how I got started with Hawk Sox. I didn't know any other way to get it out there than the tournaments that I used to go to myself. They always had a little vending village um, and I just kind of took a spot and thought, well, let's see how this goes. And I brought a couple hundred pairs of the socks that um, I was hoping to manufacture more and um, they sold. And people were like, oh my God, we've need, we needed this, we needed this. And within a couple hours, USA field hockey, who they were running the tournament, one of their people came over to check me out because they had never heard of Hawk socks or what it was. And um, they couldn't believe, you know, what it was. And, and we're able to print anything you want on them. So um,
1: so they can they they're me, custom ordered, like, well, designs. they can be,
0: they can that's be, cool. they can Very be, cool. we do a lot of clubs, we do high schools, mm-hmm. um, we do individual ones now on our website where people will order fun ones with their dog prints on them, with their that's pictures of their dog. You know, yeah. I gave my daughter a picture of, you know, our dogs on it, um, For a holiday gift, Um, but um, yeah, they asked me if I would join them, and it's been a wonderful relationship. Um, It with that, um, I supply them, and they allow me to use their logo. Um, So I have six or seven different um, USA Field Hockey logo socks that I um, sell and. They seem to be very popular with the younger girls because they, you know they're aspiring to uh, be there, and uh, it's also helped with my wholesale business with other companies that sell USA Field Hockey um, merch, you know, whatever they have. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's been great, and and it's really a nice endorsement, you know, uh, too. Yeah. Um, it, everything's kind of happened organically um, it's pretty interesting. And I think it's really because it's just a useful, practical they're, project. I mean, yeah. you know, when you come down to it, yeah, they're fun and they're this and they're that, but the, the truth is they're practical and they solve There's the a problem. need for
2: it. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So would you say that that's like y'all's breaking point to where like, that's been the most, you know, like successful thing. And then you guys evolve from there.
0: I would. I would That's say awesome. that that was kind of when I said, wow, this is going to come out of my living room and move into a little office because I'm going to need a little more space and I'm going to need to um, take this a little more seriously. It's not just a hobby anymore. It's I'm dealing with, you know, an Olympic team. I have yeah. to be, be real. So my socks have been to the Olympics. They were at the last Olympics and they were cool. at um, they've been at Pan Am Games and they've been to World Cups and. So with the USA field hockey team, unfortunately, they didn't qualify for this year's Olympics. So they won't be going to Japan, but, um, oh, no. we'll try, try again for next there time. time. There you go. There's always next time. <laughs> I do want to ask,
2: what are some of the things, um, you have branched out to? So you do the, um, the, you said you did also so- soccer and then you do compression socks. Now you do men. So right. what are the things you have? So,
0: um, the newest thing we're working on, um, well, there's two things. The compression socks just actually um, came out during the pandemic. Um, that was one of the things we worked really hard on to bring out. Um, our compression socks were an idea that I always wanted to bring out after being a healthcare worker for so many years. I wanted to do something that helped healthcare workers. Um, and anybody else who needed compression, and you started. I started seeing more compression in um, any type of physical activity, right whether running, biking, whatever, um, as really um, more in recovery than actual playing. Um, but there are certain sports that, like you, like you said, uh, Celeste, you run mm-hmm. that you like enjoy wearing. Um, a compression sock. So, we did come up with the sleeves, uh, compression sleeves, really more for people who are into the sports and running and biking. And this compression socks that we were, are con- going to market to anybody, but also, of course, people in spar- sports. Um, and um, we are also marketing our regular hock socks to people who ski and skate ice skate and uh, like you said soccer and ice hockey um but this past winter my daughter's friends were using the hawk socks as liners for skiing under a pair of wool socks and went crazy over them because their feet were no longer cold it really that they are a wicking sock they have that wicking property which is useful in, in all sports. So, um, it really helped keep their feet dry. And so our next area of invasion, (laughs) it will be, um, (laughs) skiing. Um, so we're kind of, you know, we're just kind of trying to do a little bit of, of everything. Um, I, I try not to, um, focus on blowing up. It just, Mm -hmm. I kind of am one of those, um, slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. 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 Very cool. So that makes uh, sense. Yeah. So,
1: um, is there any advice from one mompreneur to all the others out there listening or aspiring mompreneurs that you would give?
0: My advice is to really, um, think about the time commitment. Um, I'm not sorry for one minute. Um, I was lucky that my kids were a little bit older. If they had been, you know, 10, eight, six, five, and one, I, I'm i not sure I could have done it. Yeah. When they were that, yeah. <laughs> um, just getting through the day was a challenge, and, and getting to work on those days um, when I worked in a pharmacy or worked in my nutrition business were a challenge. So, You have to be um, ready to give up some things. I mean, that's really the best advice I can give. And and it may be time with your kids or getting them involved with it may help like I did. Um, They would help me label socks. They would help me, you know, just little things um, in the beginning, especially just to kind of keep it together. and. Patience. I mean, just because you have a great idea doesn't mean it's going to take off overnight um, and just appreciate that it's going to take time and use that time to develop whatever business you're doing. And it'll also help with the helping your everyday balance. I think that's
1: fantastic advice. Um, I do have a quick question, though. Have you ever thought about going on to Shark Tank?
0: Well, that's funny that you ask, because I did do, um, I don't know how long ago it was now, five years ago, maybe six years ago, I did went to one of the Shark Tank auditions, and it was kind of on a whim, and I heard about it like three days before, so I was like, oh my gosh, but I brought my two daughters, and I wrote up this little 60 you only had 60 seconds to pitch and I wrote up this little thing and it was kind of a little bit of a jingle thing and um <laughs> they loved it so um I was asked to come back and um I had to then submit like a 30 page <laughs> financial thing and, oh, and, and but I had and I had one week to do it so you know get it all ready and blah 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 and make a video and boo blah 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 and and it was like really intense um, and I submitted it and that's as far as I got. So what I did learn from that though, was it is a TV show. Yeah. So yeah. you have to remember that they're looking for entertainment mm-hmm. as well as ideas. Mm-hmm. So there were people that were pitching that were bombs. <laughs> they were taking those people to Hollywood <laughs> wow. Just to have the you have right. to have the bombs, right? Yeah. But um that it was exciting. Sense. It was exciting that they thought it you know, it was a good idea and that mm-hmm. it, the fact that I didn't make it to the next step actually was a great thing for me because then I, I was so organized from having to get that together. It really was part of me moving this business into the next level. Cool. So That's without awesome. them, it was without them really it it really did propel my business so they helped that's awesome <laughs> thanks shark tank
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right well thank you so much we really enjoyed talking to you today about you know your family you your business uh, where can our listeners find out more about um your company
0: well we have a website H-O-C, S-O-C-X dot com, and um All the information you need is there. We're also on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And um, my daughter's, oh, pinterest oh my god my sorry we have a (laughs) we have a a nice pinterest following as well that's cool
2: there's so many social media things it's like i
1: think this is a great conversation about mompreneurship entrepreneurship so i think you've uh, shed a lot of great light and uh, ideas and thoughts for our listeners so thank you so much debbie for coming and talking with us today
0: Thanks for having me. It was really nice to meet both of you and take care.
1: Same here. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye.